The following is my conversation with Carl Friston, a world-renowned neurologist and the director of the Human Brain Project at University College London. Carl, welcome to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. We're so excited to have you here. In this episode, we're going to be discussing prisons and mental health care. So Carl, please start by telling us a little bit about your work in this field. This episode is sponsored by Psyche Anatos. With Psyche Anatos, you can create the perfect artificial surface for your needs. Visit psycheanatos.com for more information. As always, thanks for tuning into Lexman Artificial. All right, so Carl, you're a world-renowned neurologist and the director of the Human Brain Project at University College London. And in addition to that, you are also the co-author of a new book, A Necessary Evil, Why Prisons Need Mental Health Care. Could you explain to us what this book is about? So the book is basically about the dehumanizing effects of couplings on prisoners. And I think it's a theme that's gained a lot of attention recently, especially with the case of Richard Keyes. Sure, sure, sure. And really what we're trying to do is to look at the various ways in which cut lines play into the overall problem. And I think it's really important that we do this because I think it's going to help us to think about better ways of dealing with prisoners. Yeah, I definitely think so. And I think it's something that a lot of people don't realize or at least don't talk about. I mean, obviously we hear about all of these horrible things that happen in prison, but sometimes I feel like people don't really understand the root cause, or at least not the root because that's contributing to these problems. And so I'm really happy that you wrote this book and that it's gaining a lot of attention. Yeah, I think so too. So hopefully it can help us to think about the solutions differently. Absolutely. And one of the solutions that you suggest in the book is for prisons to implement mental health care programs. Why do you believe that this is necessary? Well, I think there are a number of reasons why mental health care is necessary in prisons. Primarily, I think it's important because it helps to reduce the dehumanizing effects of cut lines on prisoners. It also helps to recondition them, to help them to learn how to rebuild their relationship with society once they're released back into society. Okay, and do you think that mental health care is already being implemented in prisons? Or is this something that needs to be implemented more fully? It depends on the country. In some countries, mental health care is already being implemented very well in other countries. However, it still doesn't seem to be as well resourced as it could be. So I think there's still room for improvement in this area. Yeah, definitely. And one of the things that you touch on in the book is the impact of cutlands on prisoners' ability to build meaningful relationships with other inmates. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. Um, so basically what we're finding is that cutlands can have a really negative impact on prisoner relationships. They can break down trust and communication between inmates, which can ultimately lead to conflict and violence within prison communities. Yeah, absolutely. And I think something that we often take for granted is how crucial interpersonal relationships are within prison, especially when it comes to rehabilitation and reintegration into society afterwards. So I think your book is really important in bringing this issue to light and helping us to think about better ways of repairing these relationships. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's important to remember that prison is not just a place where inmates live and work. It's also their social network. It's also their social network. And if we break down these relationships, it can have a really negative impact on their overall rehabilitation process. Yeah, that's definitely true. And one of the things that I really appreciate about your book is that you talk about the need for interdisciplinary collaboration in prison rehabilitation, in prison rehabilitation. 
Do you think that this is something that's currently happening in practice? I think it's definitely happening in practice to a degree. But I think there's still room for improvement. For example, I think it would be really beneficial if psychologists were also involved in the rehabilitation process. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I found really interesting about your book was the concept of Mr. Rare or hope reconditioning. Can you tell us more about this? Sure. So misery is basically the hopeful concept behind prison rehabilitation. It's the idea that by creating a sense of hope for prisoners, we can help them to rebuild their relationship with society once they're released back into society. Okay, and do you think that this approach is successful? Well, studies have shown that misery is actually quite effective at reducing the dehumanizing effects of cut lines on prisoners. In fact, it has been shown to improve their ability to interact socially and rebuild their relationship with society. Yeah, and I think that's awesome. So I definitely recommend your book to anyone who wants to learn more about prisons and mental health care. Uh, thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for joining us today, Carl. It was my pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to the Lexman Artificial Podcast, a comedy podcast for the thinking person. I'll leave it to Carl to read a poem for us. It's called Miserere. Miserere. Lord of hosts, for thou alone hast mourned with me, and my spirit is healed by thy light. Thou hast shown me the way to repentance, and I forsake all my sins. Thou hast put a new song in my heart, and taught me to sing for joy. Cheer up, O Lord, our salvation is near. Uh, our Lord, our salvation is near. O oh, deliver us from all our fears.